This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Aumai, hare mai, and welcome listeners uh, back to Radio Hawke's Bay. It's um, absolutely marvellous to be here again. I'm Patricia, and I'm from uh, Trade Aid. Uh, we're based in Havelock North. And actually, this is our first broadcast for 2023, so... I've got lots of Happy New Year's to be said to you all, so Happy New Year, and isn't it wonderful? Now the children are back at school, and the weather is absolutely superb. I'd also like to say gong zi fa chai to all our uh, Chinese listeners, um, and welcome to the Year of the Rabbit. I, I understand you've just finished um, your wonderful week of celebrations, and I hope they all went well. Um, and happy Waitangi Day. It's a new start for us, always with a, a new year, a new start. Uh, we have hope, and and actually there's going to be a lot of talk about hope today in this, in this broadcast because I'm sure that everybody out there is aware of the uh, horrendous earthquakes that have happened in Turkey. And um, we send from the whole trade aid, Fano, uh, we send our, our love and uh, our hope um, to the people of Turkey at this time and to all their families and friends who are here in New Zealand. At times like this, uh, when the world is in crisis, and we know in New Zealand, in Aotearoa, we've had plenty of crisis in the last few years, um, we can look at um, the way the word crisis is configured in, in, in Chinese script. It, it's really composed of two parts. One part is danger, and the other part is opportunity. So from danger, we take opportunity and we, we move forward. And moving forward like this is always something of uh, a movement of hope. So if you would just indulge me for a minute, I'm, I'm going to give you a little quote from uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt, who must have been one of the most inspiring uh, U.S. presidents uh, that the world has seen. Uh, Roosevelt said, We have always held the hope, the belief, the conviction that there is a better life, a better world beyond the horizon. And I think that that notion of hope, belief, conviction, that things will be better is possibly what led uh, to the founding of the trade aid movement uh, 50 years ago this year. It's astounding, isn't it, how, how quickly uh, those 50 years have 
passed since a young couple called Val and Richard Cotterell, who were based in Christchurch but had an experience of teaching um, overseas, realized that one way of improving uh, the life of uh, many, many people around the world was through trade. And so they established uh, this organization called Trade Aid in a very, very small way and uh, using um, numda rugs, actually, and, um, and, you know, plaited planters and things like this. And now here we are in New Zealand because Trade Aid is, is specifically uh, a New Zealand organization. We have... 24 outlets in New Zealand now, and I think that is is fantastic. We have something like 47 international producer partners. Trade Aid does business in in a very different way from the normal business structure. So Trade Aid's been combining development and trade, you know, for almost 50 years, in the belief, in the conviction that it's, it is possible to build a better world through fair trade. So Trade Aid champions an alternative way of trade. It's a fair way. It's a fair way for people, and it's a good way for the environment. The things that motivate uh, trade aid are the World Fair Trade Organization's trade principles on the one hand and our own charter on the other. And combined, these two things, uh, you know, really, really guide our work and decision-making. And we are able then to focus on long-term partnerships, These partnerships are based on honesty and transparency and equality. In fact, these are rather more, well, we call them partnerships, but in a way they they just become part of the family. There's a very intimate relationship um, with these, you know, 47 uh, producer partner groups that that we work with around the world. We have... um, partner friends in Bangladesh, through India, Thailand, uh, several in South America, on the African continent, in the Pacific. Uh, It's really very exciting to have a look at a world map and to be able to see where our our partners are are situated. And, you know, that's... um, that information is available to you, listeners, if you want to go onto our website, which is pretty easy to find. It's just www.tradeaid.org.nz, or pop into any of our, our trade aid outlets um, in, in Havelock North or in Napier, and and you'll see a, a screen um, with uh, all these all these. Dots around the, you know, on the, on the atlas where our partners are and you can open up the screen and read about our partners. So the way that trade aid works is to invest in 
an artisanal group, uh, an artisanal cooperative, which uses, uh, if it's growing food, it will use organic, uh, sustainable, um, you, you know, systems, um, guaranteed organic and guaranteed fair trade. If it's producing uh, other goods, like household goods, um, that kind of thing, again, uh, the sustainability um, of the product is, is guaranteed and the environmental concerns are uh, supervised by, by trade aid, if you like. Trade aid has a very strong educational uh, input, so it can help uh, train uh, producers of all sorts of goods. Uh, it can help educate them on environmental sustainability. It can help them uh, on uh, managing their own finances. In times of crisis, for example, drought or flooding, trade aid is in a situation uh, where it can uh, provide income uh, for those producers so that they can continue uh, to produce for the international market um, and uh, you know don't have to wait uh, for their finances to be recovered they you know so for example trade aid will pre-purchase and the money is there then for those artisans to to work and to support their families What's fantastically encouraging is to hear first-hand stories from, from various little groups around the world about how they've been able to build a, a health centre or a school or send off some of their, their um, children off to university uh, to train in the in the areas where they need training, whether it's in health or finance or agriculture or horticulture, um, it's, it's so so encouraging, and and I think this is possibly one of the reasons that that trade aid is able to operate on a volunteer basis. That that you know there are so many people out there in New Zealand who who are keen to see the world become a better place and therefore happy to give their time um, to make it happen. Sure, you know, our steps are very, very small, but combined, um, they most certainly make a difference. So I'll give you a, a couple of examples of just little things that have happened here in New Zealand through the trade aid movement if you've been listening to these broadcasts in the past, you will know that uh, that Trade Aid was uh, deeply involved in the uh, in the movement uh, to bring an end to modern slavery um, around the world, but in particular in New Zealand. And uh, we were very instrumental in in supporting uh, that. Um, Modern Slavery Act, which is coming through Parliament at the moment. And, and that's great. That's a, a wonderful protection for a great number of workers, mostly, say, in, in uh, food produce or in hospitality or in, in a great number of areas out there um, who didn't have a voice. So now um, trade aid has been 
instrumental in that. Another program that we had last year was uh, supporting the Garden to Table charity. This wonderful group uh, goes around New Zealand schools and uh, teaches uh, primary school children how to grow and nurture vegetables, how to harvest them, how to cook them so that they, their individual whanau can have a healthier lifestyle. And as the children grow up, of course, they can pass that skill on to their own families. And again, just uh, using what we've got, looking after our environment, making in this small but significant way um, – uh, the world, our world, a better place. You know, that's that's something of hope that on a daily basis is coming to reality. And a new a new program that we uh, are involved in, uh, at, actually, in, the, in these summer months is called Tidy Up the Surf. So... There's been a lot of research done on, uh, and and the numbers are, are really frightening um, about the rubbish that's on our beautiful beaches. You know, straws, plastic straws, plastic bottles, um, food containers, bags, just you know, junk, absolute junk left on our our beautiful shores. It gets into the water. It destroys our aquatic life. And it just, it just has to stop. Uh, we cannot, we cannot keep living like this. This is a crisis which needs attention. So, Trade Aid has partnered with various other concerned groups around the country to clean up the surf. So here in Hawke's Bay, um, our trade aid groups have partnered with the environment centres and in March we're having, in fact, March the 11th, so if you want to mark that on your calendars, it would be fantastic, we're having this this great attack on the beach, you know, from Awatoto down as far as we can go um, down along Marine Parade, um, picking up the stuff that should not be there, the stuff that's dangerous to our environment. We'd be delighted to have listeners join us. If you think you've got an hour to spare at that time, look, pop in to a, a trade aid shop uh, either in Havelock North or in Napier and just Pop your name down on our register. We'll, you know, we'll give you an apron and a bag and, you know, um, you can join up with the, the trade aid team and make a difference out there. Uh, yeah, for our environment. People and the planet, uh, at the heart of the trade aid movement. And if we can help in whatever way, then it's really, really worth doing. Okay, so I'd um, like to uh, just talk to you about uh, a couple of our um, producer partners, this time based in India. And the reason I'm doing that is uh, I, what caught my eye uh, as I, I walked into the shop this morning was um, some stones, some little stones about the size of, well, a bantam egg, I think. Um, these stones uh, uh, 
brought to us from a group in uh, in India. That this group's called um, Tara Projects. Okay, so they're based in northern India. They it's a collection of of enterprising artisans, uh, and they've got you know a number of sort of skills that that, that they um, have honed. So the ones that I'm I'm looking at today, are these lovely lovely stones, the artisans are now intergenerational. So what's what's great is to see a skill being passed on, you know, across generations, three generations, using this skill. And too often we find around the world that um, a lot of beautiful skills from our various heritages are lost, you know. Grandparents stop teaching them to their grandchildren and and they're lost and they, they're hard to recover. And, and, and this is all around the world. This is the case. So it's beautiful to see this particular group, which is called Tara Projects, uh, being able to maintain its, its intergenerational nature. So, um, they are able, therefore, to, you know, to look at a hopeful future, a bright, sustainable future. Um, and they, can focus on the protection of their own environment and uh, healthy and and safe working spaces. You know, there's a lot of stony areas in the north of India, and you think, what could these possibly produce? And in this case, what they've produced... Is something quite beautiful for us here, you know, down at the other end of the world. I'm holding in my hand um, a grey stone, a beautiful natural sort of gunmetally grey stone, and on it there has been hand. It, this is hand smoothed, you know. It's all worked by hand, rubbed down, smoothed by hand. On it is written gratitude. So. Um, isn't that something uh, that we we need to remember? Gratitude um, for the life that we have. Uh, this little stone is, you know, you can pop it in your pocket and when times are getting tough, you pull it out and you think, yeah, let me remember what I can be grateful for. I have another one, which is a delicious, rich red color, a bit like the plums that are ripening at the moment. This one says family. It's red and mottled and, you know, family isn't always smooth sailing, but it's with us. And um, where would we be, um, you know, floating alone without family? Here's another one. A gorgeous green. I'm thrilled by this green. It's it's the green of fresh seaweed that that you know we're lucky to see on the beach sometimes. This one is celebrate, and yes, absolutely, let's celebrate what we've got, and uh, enjoy it, and um, be joyful. And finally, in the same range, uh, here's. Uh, a lovely one that's the color of oyster pearl. And engraved into it, there are uh, yellow daisies, and it simply says, in memory. There are so many things we have to remember, um, so many people, um, 
sad things and happy things. But without memory, we have no history. And I think without history, we don't have much of a future. So there you go. That brings us back to this notion of hope, um, making a, a better world. And moving forward, always, always moving forward. And I'll tell you a story now, which is still from India. In the slums of Delhi, there is a group of illiterate men. They're largely Muslim men. They, um, they are part of the, what, would have been called the Dalit group. Um, you know, castes are officially, uh, n- n- well, I can't say outlawed, but uh, the rule of caste uh, no longer applies uh, legally in India, but, you know, it still exists socially. So these men are of um, the Dalit class, and because they're illiterate, um, it's very difficult for them to find work. But through the Trade Aid Association, they've been able to form themselves into a small artisanal group, and they make by hand the most lovely little pieces of jewellery that really are a joy to the heart. They are shapes of flowers and leaves and the sun and the moon and stars and all the hopeful things of the planet. And uh, really, they are just fantastic. And it's uh, a marvelous thing um, to be able to handle this work from these men in the slums of Delhi and to know that if you take up one of these, you have made a difference uh, a small difference, an important difference to the lives of some people somewhere in the world. So thanks very much for joining me today, uh, listeners. It's, um, it's, it's nice to know that you're out there. And yeah, I just encourage you to, if you've got a little bit of time on your hands, um, pay some attention to Trade Aid and see how you too can be part of the movement, um, yep, to make the world a little bit of a better place. Okay, take care everybody, stay safe, see you next time. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.